All statements and opinions expressed by guests of the Adult in the Room podcast are strictly their own and do not necessarily reflect the beliefs or opinions of the host, producers, or advertisers. All interviews are presented in their most complete possible form in the interests of free speech. No statements should be interpreted as financial, legal, or medical advice. Listener and viewer discretion are strongly advised. It's the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. That's me. Happy 4th of July. I've got a special Independence Day edition of the Adult in the Room podcast. And I've got two Cubans. One's a Cuban-American. One's not quite there yet, I don't think. Um, and the reason that we have them on this special edition of the Adult in the Room podcast is because it is Independence Day. And I think Americans in some cases have forgotten what it means to be a free people. And these people know. And uh, so Yoel and Maddie are, Maddie, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> are more than two Cuban emigres. In the last two years, the two have been experiencing freedom and plenty for the very first time through the eyes of Yoel. Maddie has been here for years. These two have chronicled their experiences on their incredibly popular YouTube channel called Yoel and Marie. <laughs> and so isn't that clever? You know, the eponymously named and, and they're slumming to be on the Adult in the Room podcast because we've just begun a presence on <laughs> YouTube. We thought it would be a wonderful opportunity to see America's Independence Day from the eyes of people who know what it looks like to live and want and not have enough and see people abused because of their beliefs and that sort of thing. And I'm not just talking about that experience in America because <laughs> that's happening, but we'll see it through their eyes. Maybe, maybe there's something far more positive going on in this country than I feel right now. So that's another reason I wanted to have them on. It's Kenny's idea. So it's just awesome. <laughs> so, well, thank you for having us. I'm thinking about it. It's a, it's a great honor. Thank you. It's a great honor to have both of you on. And I, I know that you have, uh, Yoel, you've been here for a couple of years. Your English is getting amazing. Oh, thank I just, you. I've seen that through the progression of your videos, which thank everyone should go watch. And I'm, I'm impressed by that because English is really hard. So Really hard. Yeah. Really hard. As for that. <laughs> What's really? that? So, yeah. So um, what does American Independence Day, you know, just as an opening question for the obvious, what does it mean? To somebody who's just come from communist Cuba, the, let me tell you that is really fun. My my first Fourth uh, July. His first Fourth of July uh, was a something a, a, a big shock in my mind because the people here celebrate the Fourth of July like a a party. You know, it's hey, this is our day. Uh, firework, people sit down, beer. It's a big party. You know, all the flank around the neighborhood, the street. In my mind, they say, these people, I, I don't know, como la gente no se da cuenta. These people don't have any clue. Que lo, que este día que tienen es tan especial. That this day is so special for them. Because where I'm from, the most important day is a big parade, military parade. Parade is the with uh, mostly of the people is obligated to go to the parade. It's not because you're feeling 
that freedom and here the United States people enjoy the day. How enjoy that day? Say, man, this is a United States country. This is your day. This is the day when you grow up and you stand up and say, I can speak freedom. Mm-hmm. And that's what we say, wow, that's huge. How did you come to be here? How did that uh, work out? Uh, well, I'm a U.S. citizen, so because of that, I could claim him. Um, <laughs> Like a 90s fiance. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Over a period of years. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So exactly what you see on the show, except minus the drama. <laughs> but I was able to get him over with a visa and we did the whole process. Uh, we did an interview at the embassy in uh, Guyana, actually, not in oh. Cuba. In Guy- we had to go to Guyana. Mm-hmm. And um, they approved him and... And here he is. Oh yeah, that's it. so. Um, then you've got a tr- you've got a work visa. You have a green card and all that stuff. Or are you waiting yeah, on so that? Yeah. So after when you when you come here as a as a visa, right? You have to get married within ninety days, and then okay. once you get married, you can apply for the green card. And then now he has the green card. He has the work authority authority uh-huh. <laughs> the car yes. authorization. And yeah, so all that's left is is um, in a couple years from now, we can apply for his citizenship. Yes. I've just gone through this with my family. My son-in-law is from Mexico. And so yeah, but and when... The, yeah, it, go ahead. Oh, it's a big... It, it's, a, it's just a big, very cumbersome, very uh, expensive, what might I add... Uh, process and it's definitely I think a lot of Americans don't really realize how much how crazy it is honestly and how uh, in my opinion how broken it is when you want to do it the legal way yes Um, I agree yeah it's very it's just very expensive and very time consuming may I just ask you see the mass of humanity coming across the border in America, illegally, mm-hmm. yeah. doesn't that just make you angry because you're doing it the right way? No, <laughs> no, it doesn't. Because uh, I think what a lot of Americans don't understand, like taking the politics out of it, and this is just my opinion, and we can disagree. Um, I think going through this process, I have realized that there are very few options for for immigrants to come here legally. And to do that paperwork legally. And there's this whole narrative like, well, there's a line. Well, there, the, that line doesn't exist for most people who are crossing, including Yoel, if he yeah. didn't know me. If he didn't know me, he would be one of those people on the border um, because there's no way. And that's why I would love for the immigration system to be fixed so that those people have a chance to legally do it the right way. Um, but as it stands now, I mean, if you don't know a U.S. citizen, you're not rich or you're not educated, there's no way for you to file for any kind of visa. Um, so, no, it doesn't make me, does it make you angry? No, uh, my opinion, uh, always talking to the many, many of my friends, many immigrant people, uh, it's good people, saying God, it's good people. That's why I want the United States to understand, hey, you need a checking what people want in your dream. What people is good for our, because it is my country to now. That's my thing. Whatever people say, what American people, 
hated say this is my country now. I defended this country because in these two years, this country showed me how great is the United States. We know, I know we have many hard, uh, the difficult, many hard, you know, bad situation. That's normal. Many countries have that. But in these two years for me, he said, I'm open my, my eyes. I open my mind. I said, uh, I said, wow, this is United States. When I see, when I saw many American people feel guilty, I, so I, sorry for repeat that word. For me, sad. I said, why you feel guilty? Why? How how many people wanted your freedom? You can go street talking bad war or whatever people you wanted. For example, the president and nothing happened. You can continue your job normally. You continue your business normally. You can wake up with a good breakfast, whatever you want. There's your possibility because you that depends your job. Because that's our life, working for good education, or a good food, good staff, resources. That's United States provide you because you have that possibility. And that's my country not have it. See, the thing is, is that you're saying you have that possibility and you're willing to work for it. And indeed, yeah. you got a job recently, or at least uh, how long ago has it been since you've gotten that job that with oh, the... The UPS? Uh, yes. I didn't know if you oh. wanted to mention that. What's well, the deal I, there? <laughs> okay, this fine. Well, actually, UP, it was a it was a seasonal job. Is it a job? Oh, and okay. UPS. Yeah. Asked him. Asked him. Curious. Yeah, that's a whole big drama. But it's normal. I understand. But this is I come in with the season. I understand. I don't sure. want to use in my my I don't YouTube channel for hey give me the job. No, I I I normal people. I equal with everyone. I don't care. But I ended I in in, in well, six, good for you though. I mean, you're out there. You're looking for you know you you you, got, you had a job. He has another means, job now. But oh, excellent! Oh, excellent! He's made it. He's made that place. Uh, for me, it was a shock today. Yeah. This is funny. I uh, the people around me say, "Hey, come here," because we have a meeting, a little party. Because one of the girls inside, he was graduating in some class. Out for me, so wow, do I have a meeting for this? He said, Yeah, we enjoy all the, the teamwork, the co working, your cake, uh, eat at the case. You can do that in, in Cuba in dreams. You can do that. What is, it, what is it like to have a job in Cuba? Did you have a job or does everyone get assigned a job? Who pays you? What happens? Mira, I was a professor. I was a teacher in Cuba for 10 years and changed another job. Let me tell you, it's really hard. It's really hard. For example, uh, when the vacation, with the vacation coming, you can go, uh, no place eat in ninguna parte. You can't go anywhere because you don't You're get money. money to go anywhere. Be because but how much did you make? Like wealth. That's my, that was my first check. 12 bucks. 12. 12. It's one and two. That's it. Nothing more. <laughs> and can you imagine 12 bucks if you have a girlfriend, uh, you have a daughter, or you have a family, or you want to go to the beach, or like here, when when I see the, the American people go to the Lake Powell, uh, go to the river, go to the bars, oh my God. And these people have this 
that minuscule thing for me is amazing. It's amazing. Mm -hmm. You are leisure. Not, yeah. For go there, simple question. You, I don't want to go to the best hotel. I want to go to something um, different. I never have it. You know, for example, that I was a professor 10 years and nothing. And 10 years, I want to have nothing. Only one parachute, only one parachute, two t-shirt. It's hard. Mm -hmm. I tell you the truth because it's hard. So I saw a video of one of yours, Abuela. And so Abuela. who, that was your grandmother. Yes. Who escaped, I guess, yes. from Cuba. And she talked about what life was like there. Would you give us a snapshot of what she had to say? You know, my, my grandma's 101. She's going to be 102 soon. Wow. So she has seen a lot of history. Yeah. Um, I think she grew up, a, you know, in a very remote town, very poor, um, very, very poor. Yeah. She knows. And little by little, she was able to um, climb up socially, right? Mo uh, so there was social mobility in Cuba before Castro came. Uh, you know, obviously there was still poor people. There was still, you know, income inequality, all of that. Um, but she was able to progress, right? I mean, nothing crazy. She wasn't rich or anything, but she was, you know, I did about being middle class. And um, I think, you know, that kind of mirrors what's happening. I feel like that's kind of what's mirroring what happened, what's happening today in our culture, um, where, you know, if you know anything about the Cuban Revolution and what happens, you know, Fidel came in with this promise of social justice, social inequality. <laughs> Gee, I've heard that before. You know, you know, instead of social justice, it's now equity. And, um, you know, I think a lot of people were kind of fired. You know, they had a reason to be behind Fidel and he gained popularity and he was able to do the revolution. Um, but, you know, of, as, of course, we, as we all know, the socialism doesn't work. Um, and the decline of uh, Cuba's economy was so drastic. Um, you know, Cuba was the richest country in Latin America, the first country to have a radio station, the first country to have TVs, the first country to have public electricity. I mean... You, I mean, you just see it. You just think, what could have been now? You know, if, mm. if oh yeah, kept going, and so I think that's what she, you know, she, she can't. She honestly can't even talk about Cuba too much because she starts crying. She and, crying. Well, she also talked about not being able to say what was on your mind. Yes, that people would be dragged off by the police if you walked outside and you said something against the government. You could very well have been arrested and thrown in jail. Well, my that's own grandfather was thrown yeah. in jail because of that. So there's a lot of you know, I think the Cuban diaspora has a lot of trauma collectively uh, because there have been so many injustices that have happened just just for speaking your mind. And not, in my opinion, that's not a uh, that's not a criminal activity, even if we disagree, like maybe you disagree on my position with immigration. You know, I don't, I don't think that you should go to jail or I don't think I should go to jail because of that. For example, this now here talking to you, he said, oh yeah, he said, even my country. I mean, even, I have a daughter, I have my, all my family is in, is in Cuba now. I have a fear for my daughter, for my family, yeah. because not the, the, the effects, uh, is go to the jails, you know, it's, 
the government is seeing me here, I say, hey, talking to my mom, talking to, uh, go, go to my mom and say, hey, Joel, Joel do it this. He's again the our government. He never come back to Cuba, visit to you. Yeah. And my mom and my daughter, he can travel. That's happened to Cuba. You can travel. His his mom can't travel outside of Cuba because she was... He's poor. He's the country don't want it. Yeah. Many occasions don't want it because everyone's escaping. You yeah. have the possibility to everyone's yeah. yeah. So could you send... You couldn't send her money, for example, a you plane can. ticket? I can. I can. Yeah. I yeah. can't help it, but it's not enough. You know, I wanted my country free. That's how I want it. Yeah. So I saw in one of your videos uh, that you talk about that you could send a money. Would it be in you know, Cuban pesos or would it be in American dollars? Because no. if it's USD, she can't go to the store, right? No, actually, well, it's very, com- it's kind of complicated, but let me try to explain it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. So, <laughs> I mean, you could you can give me the you know thirty second. I'll give you thirty seconds. So, okay. about two years ago, the Cuban government introduced uh, USD into the economy, and they kind of phased out the Cuban convertible pesos. There were two systems in Cuba. Oh yeah, just like China used to have. China used yes. to have two. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Out one, and then they brought in USD, and so they actually. <laughs> They actually separated markets between people with USD and then Cuban pesos. Mm-hmm. And of course, the the markets with USD has more things. Mm-hmm. And the only way to get USD is if somebody on the outside sends it to your card. Um, you ah. to, like, a, like a, it's like a debit card. And this, okay. uh, this the the guilty if because the United States government always this change. Oh, somebody, they blame the US. They blame the United States embargo. It's just two years now, and one, two months ago, the Cubans say, hey, we need to come back to the, we need a, the dollar now in our bank because the embargo. Everything is because of the embargo. Oh, because of the embargo, yeah. Well, yes, Russia God. just can't, 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 Russia can't pay your bills anymore, so that's oh, that's why. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. They were so, very quiet during the, the Soviet Union, but now it's everything is uh, the embargo. Yes, right, right. That's that's pretty funny. So I thought didn't I thought Barack Obama ended that or something like that? I have no idea. No, he, not no. officially. No. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, he just talked about it. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, so you've spent the last two years, Yoel, going and experiencing things for the very first time in America. How were those first few steps of getting? It was off the plane, right? You came off the plane. What? First of all, I want to know how you experienced it. I want to know not just how you experienced it, but we experienced things through different things. When you finally got outside, not an airport, an airport's not really a great spot to describe things, but I want to know what it felt like to not be maybe spied on and what it felt like to be here. And what it smelled like, because we experience smells, too. Let me, did I, did I tell you the truth? Como se dice Mariel? Dizzy. I, he was dizzy. I was dizzy. In good way. In good way. Because it was a lot of information. In, in through my eyes, going to my brain. Literally, it was this. But when you go to the car, for example, when you drive it, Marisa drive it, I look it to the left side, but in my mind, I say, hey, the right side. I need to see the right side. What happened on my right side? I say, 
no impossible. I need to see the left side. And that's moving, color, form, building, food. Was so crazy for me. She said, the end of the day, she said, come on, let's go get a bay. I can go. I think I can I, I can process every information. I can uh, process all because it's, I blow out my mind. Because it's, it's, I can do it. That's happened to my friend. She, she don't understand. She understands the contact with friend coming. My friend say, hey, John, this is bro. I can stop looking everyone. Every he said, I understand, bro. That's happened to me the first time because we live in, in the most dark country around the world. What does, does it, it smell like in Cuba? Like, like, what does the street smell like? Humid, trash, uh, so, trash. Yeah, sour trash. Sometimes there's dirty water. So, dirty water. Like from the toilet. So yeah. that. Fun. Victoria, for me, so, so sad. I have, um, I live in, I live in, well, from, in Cuba. I was, I was living in Cuba. I wake up many times with water in my floor. Because of rain. I'm my many all of my house, one part is not have roof, one part is have roof. So for example, my part have roof. There is just when the for example monsoons come in, something similar to Cuba, a lot of rain. Sometime I need to wake up with a lot of water and mud mud. It's mud in my feet. And that's I need to go to the job. Sometimes I have breakfast for the job. And I working for the government. My mom working for the, uh, she was she was working for the government. I she never she never paid all the the house. I understand here sometimes the taxes, but I say hey, I pay the taxi, but I have a good roof. I have a good have a good kitchen. I have a good bathroom. She can tell you what is my what was my bathroom. My mom have a chain because Joe Marisa coming. Uh, she can um, watch it, uh, watch it here in our bathroom because we don't have uh, your dad die shower something that's like the water because we used a bucket and you clean your body. And my daughter, we need to come, uh, take it outside, the water side, take the bucket and put it in the toilet. That's happened. Crazy. Um, wow. So, uh, living kid, how many people did you have in your house? Uh, in my teenager, half seven. Mm-hmm. He's, he was very, uh, very common to have multi generation. Because sure. you can't buy a house. You can't buy a house. If you, you, go, if you, you, you can't buy a house, right? You, you can. You can, but I can. Technically, yes, technically you can, but it's very <laughs> uncommon. Mm-hmm. For somebody, you know, in our generation to have, you know, $10,000 just, you know, saved up. So mm-hmm. Right. Well, and it this is a good time, I think, to talk about how incredibly expensive it is in Cuba. Yeah. I mean, first of all, you don't make much money. And yeah. then everything costs an arm and a leg to buy. Uh, yes. Uh, yes. And to talk about why that is in a communist country, Yoel, can you can you... Express that. What can you repeat? Sorry, can you repeat? Sure, sure, sure. In okay. in in Cuba, you have very you make very little money, and the las cosas, the things are very expensive. Yeah, the resources. So, how 
why is that under a communist regime? Explain. We don't have business. We don't have that. We have business, but not this. Like United States, everyone can go to the new business. For me, it's funny. I know many business here for me. This is, for example, sell a, I don't know, or migas, como dices, or migas, ad? Ad. I see people sell ad and say, that's a business here? Really? They sell ants? Oh, yeah. Yes. This is funny because that's the purpose of the the, the the economy of the country, the people want to do it whatever you want for money. Hey, you want to sell it? Do it. You give it something for the people. If the people want it, you can sell. In Cuba, we don't have nothing. Only the government, they want, what bill you have it? No, I want to sell this. Hey, you need to be careful what you sell. Or they don't allow oh, it. Don't it. That's, that's right. Yeah, there's very few private businesses that the Cuban government will allow. And the private business, mostly for the tourist people or for the people who have no, for example, me, I can send my mom, send it to my mom. I have a lot of, maybe a hundred bucks in, in the month. Say, mom, use food. And and that is difficult too. Even when you have the money, you can buy nothing because we don't have nothing. There's a, there's a quote in Cuba that I think is very, like if you translate it, it's it's very powerful. It's like, in Cuba, they say uh, we sweat two times in Cuba. To to in Cuba, one to make money and one to spend money. Yeah, because you're outside in lines everywhere. To you know, so you're sweating in line just to buy something with the money that you do have. And do they so, ex- do they explain why there you have to be stuck in a line in order to buy some very simple you know, thing? It's just become so part. And ingrained in the culture that you just wait in line for everything, like anything that you can think of. So there's a three hour line for chicken. There's a two hour line for toilet paper. Uh, you know, you can't find butter. I, uh, when I was living in Cuba, I, we do it. We found butter maybe once or twice in the three years living yeah. in Havana. And it's just, I mean, you know, I, me being a political i i studied politics in college and you know i i just knew it's because of lack of competition lack of a free market and you know everything is cr- controlled by the government so it's completely inefficient cuba is like living permanently in the dmv so that's what i tell americans like you know the dmv is just like you want to just like you hate it so much that's what it's like in Cuba, you know, in every single aspect. of Cuba is a hunger game. That's Marisa. I, oh, I never yes. That's hunger a, games. A show for Cuba. It is a hunger game. Like this so capital, this, this Havana. And... In order to get a, get by, you have to work. So who's got time to stand in line? Do you send grandma to the store all the time to stand in yeah. line? Is that what happens? Yeah. So there's, there's someone oh. that's not working. So four and four, not only two hours, four and five hours. Yeah. 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 It's, you see, for only, yeah. for only, for only two pieces of chicken. No, like here you, here chicken, no, two pieces of chicken. They said per household. Me. Yeah. Sounds like that. So, so, so grandma can go stand in line. Can she have her auntie standing in the line also and each of them get two pieces of chicken? Yeah. 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 Oh brother! Oh, you stay there. No, I, you're you're talking about no, you're talking about the Russian. The Russian, yeah. I took sorry, I took it to a Russian. The two hour, three hour for how? Como se dice mulo contra mulo? Is this? Yeah, it, it, per, per ration, 
You so there's a the ration book and then you can buy a separately. So separately is, you know, you'll wait in line for four or five hours, but then the rations, they only give you two pieces of chicken per family. And uh that's a whole it's 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 a it's left perspective. It's, it's like you know, four people you get two pieces of chicken and then you get one bread per day, you get six eggs a month. You get uh, some like cooking oil, maybe this much of cooking oil. Oh my God, the oil! Yeah, what kind of oil is it anyway? Like oil. canola or the, like veg? I don't know. Veg- the the flower, flower, sun. yeah, the flower. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> wow. Okay, oh, so you have rationed food, and you can buy a little extra if you've got the money, but yeah. you also have to have somebody to stand in line for you. Yeah. So that sounds yeah. like a wonderful communist uh, communist yeah. place, and so. Uh, well, now you're here. And Single. how did you, I mean, what were you doing there, Amadi? Why did you go to Havana? Well, because during the Obama uh, administration, I was helping my family and some friends with their marketing. And I saw an opportunity to market to, you know, the world of capitalism for the first time. And that's what we were doing. And then he opens a tourism business. And... Uh, See, all, but all for my family, all most of all, it, it was local just, people, it no was, government because no government. It was all It was people. just his family doing all the tours for anybody who wanted to come and experience Cuba, and we took them to pretty outside of tourist places. Them, and oh, we were you got not, the real story. Yeah, we were not shy in telling them what was going on because I didn't want people to be delusioned. Yeah. Um, with what was going on. I wanted people to know the truth. I want to put in the sample for example, we talk about the tourist business. The first time where we bring our tourist people, for example, American people to to my daughter house, it's a countryside, it's a farmer house, it's a cigar house. They have fear. Say, hey, uh, the tourist people here, I don't know. They, yeah, they were very oh, cheap. Oh, yeah. hey, the people have fear because the... Yeah, the, the, the government, government sure. checking you, say, and there's, who is your, in your house? There's people who are spying, like, spying. listening to you, and then they report it. And- why yeah, go so- there? Why the people go there? Yeah. Why do you have money for eating? Oh, what happened that that food you mm, made? The little, old, the, the little old ladies on the, uh, sweeping the streets spying on everybody. Yeah. You know, and that's something I think Americans don't realize either is that the Cuban intelligence system is one, if not the best intelligence in the world. Um, and I think, you know, that's not because I'm Cuban and, you know, we're, we're like bragging, but really, I think the Cuban intelligence is one of the best intelligence, by far better than the American. Yeah, where you go. Um, and they're coming from right? They know everything about you. They know... I mean, they know everything about everyone, and so they're very, very, very talented and very good in in their in that way. Yeah, that way, um, good spy craft, I guess. So, but yeah. they, and they know everything about you too. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, and oh, so, yeah. do you ever worry? Yeah, I mean, doing this content is like he said earlier. They we did. we have a very high risk of them telling us, you know, at the airport, you're not allowed to come in. Um, it hasn't just happened to. You know, it hasn't, we, we don't know because we don't, we haven't gone, but it's happened to many people. We're, we're, if it does happen to us, we're, we're not the first and nor the last. 
I have friend. Uh, I have friend. He's talking. For example, Facebook. Nobody see Facebook anymore in the United States. Maybe that's really old app. I have many friends when they posted in Facebook uh, again the government when he go or oh, that people travel with travel to Cuba or oh, they travel to Cuba, the government followed him. Say hey, come on, let's go to the police station with with you. Yeah, and the police station if you don't have the citizen. Or you had your, or you know, a citizen, man, bro, you have a bad situation because maybe the government say, second, we are, uh, if you continue to do it, thus, you can come in again. If you continue, we see you here, here, and in Cuba, we go to the jail. That's it. Simple. You and United States posters against the government, that's happened. Yeah. It's sad. Yeah. That's why you see Forest July say, bro, look around you. These days for you because this is a day of freedom. Mm-hmm. That's it. There are some people in this country who don't feel as free as we used to feel yeah. in this country because yeah, they're I, spying. I mean, there's all kinds true. of stuff. That's something that I have noticed since he's been here, really. Yeah. Um, is well, he touched on this earlier, but there's like, there's this like American guilt. Mm-hmm. Of, there's this, um, I think there, how do I put this? There's a like a privilege Olympics, like who's more privileged than who? And it's like a constant fight. Well, because I'm white, I'm more privileged or because I'm skinny, I'm more privileged. Right. Or because I'm pretty, I'm more there's pretty privilege and skinny privilege and white mm-hmm. privilege and, and poor uh, uh, rich privilege. I mean, there's so many different privileges and privileges now. Yes. Uh-huh. And it's For just, some. Yeah. I mean, if you were to ask me five years ago, if this country was you know, there's like this cultural Marxism, I would have laughed at you and rolled my eyes. But now I'm like, I'm seeing it much more prevalent, uh, especially with the younger generation is this, you know, the oppressed and the oppressor. And um, I just think the Americans like there is so much room to grow in this country. There's a lot of problems. There's a lot of areas we can fix immigration, in my opinion, being one. But I mean, like, there are far worse countries in the world and far, far, far worse countries on every topic, including gay rights and blacks and racism and, and all of that than the United States. I mean, it's it's crazy, crazy. We, there are a couple of things that, you know, uh, the old saw about uh, um Socialism uh, is great until you run out of other people's money. And I think oh. I just came up with one on <laughs> communism. Uh, communism is uh, sounds good until you run out of victims. And oh, these, these yeah. victim groups have, as you just listed off, you're going to run out pretty soon. And you know what's going to happen as a result? You're going to be like the teacher in Virginia, for example. And this is a just came just in the news. And when they shut down all the schools and all the kids started failing and, and, and everybody started, uh, you know, re, uh, just going backward in their, their education. And she said, well, you know, the good, the good thing is they're all equal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's happening here. It's that mentality. Right. Now, how do you, well, how do you get out of, a victim mentality. Of I mean, they, is that a problem for you, or that's always a big problem for me? Because she, 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 she,
I just meditate. He is good. The country is bad, but he is good. <laughs> and she told me, hey, be careful. Look at this. And she told me the reality. But the most boom was while, when I moved to Havana, to the capital, and walking around, I saw the different, the, that millionaire people, politician people, how live. So, wow. Yeah. Can't believe it. There's them and then there's us. Yeah. Yeah. I, I go to I go back to my house with my mom. Mom, we live into the liar. In the liar. Yes. Cuba is not another, it's not my state. It's nothing not, not another state. It's Havana. It's a capitalist country inside of the communist politician. Everyone in there is corrupt people. Everyone wants the dollar. When you see the TV in Cuba, that's funny. In the in Cuban TV, always, oh my God, that was a shock for me too. She told me, said, Joe, in the TV in United States, we never talk about Cuba. I said, what? <laughs> said, yeah. In Cuba, it's- every day in the news, put in United States <laughs> of America. Ah, interesting. Everything is a business. And the United States is this bad, bad, this You know what? You know what's really funny is during the election, I swear to God, I think Cubans know more about the election system than uh, Americans. Americans. Oh, probably. Oh, they're all like, they're all talking about it and like the electoral college and this one got this many points and that, you know, and I'm like, oh my gosh, you know more about this than average Joe. The Cuban government, they want to win Biden. And that is like, we want to Biden win because Trump is what. Depression, us, you know, you're going to strangulate us, the economy. That's bullshit. That's it. Cuban government believe in you putting the TV because, oh, wow, the United States, we're hard to the United States, yeah. the most guilty around mm. the world. Forever. Sure, of Maybe. course. Yes. And everybody wants to come there. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, that's right. So I, one of your videos, uh, you've done wonderful videos, and I'm going to ask you about a few of them. But one of them yeah. actually kind of interested me. And you guys got to go to a red carpet event, and you got to go inside Univision. And, you know, that's a huge, a huge uh, broadcast facility. And, um, you know, it's a Latin American broadcast facility. I mean, you tell you that. And most uh, Spanish speakers know. But it's huge in Southern California, where I've been for many, many years, uh, spent a lot of time there as well. And you couldn't have that. You know, Univision was uh, forbidden in Cuba. Can you tell me a little bit about that experience of not, you know, all you got was state-sponsored media, which kind of feels like the United States sometimes. Well, Univision was in Cuba in the black market. Very hidden. Okay. Very, very hidden. You know, How did that work? Black, we have a TV market, black market. Mar- black market. Oh, sure. There's no yeah. communism without the back door. Let's just be honest about it. In China, the same thing. Everybody's getting stuff off the back of somebody's truck if you've got the money. Okay, so tell me about that. How did you guys, how did you do that? Or should I give it away? Oh, in the, in. Uh, Yeah, Cuba, how did you actually see, uh, you know, oh, because, because, you know, Cuba, you can only do it in Atlanta because it's close enough to Miami. It's illegal. Do it this, it's illegal. And so it's a satellite. Somebody brings a satellite in in different Arts and pieces, and Cubans put it back together. If there's anything about Cubans, they know how to put this ingenuity, put it back together, and then they hide it underneath like a water tank or whatever. And then it signals, and then from there, people 
uh, it's one person's line and then they divide it into right. multiple houses. And then you spend, I think it's, we never had it. We had a friend that had it and it, I think it was $10 a month and you have four satellite channels at one of them being Univision. Well, we was, when we were yeah. party because it, when I go, I go to my, our friend house and she put me the TV, say, bro, this is American TV. What are you doing? <laughs> say, Joe, I have this here. They enchanted it. What? They enchanted it? That, that's, that's a liar to you. You lied to me. Say, no, look at this. Fox deal, Cartoon Network, movies. Uh, History channel. Okay, seriously? I'll sit down to the base and get out of here. I want to see my TV. Ah, uh, <laughs> So that's a wow. That's amazing. How was it when wow. the rain? Oh, was that was great. That was great. You looked really nice. Um, I, are you afraid of getting fat from eating all that American food? <laughs> that is, <laughs> that is, a, that's a comment that people often say. Yeah, are you, because American food is plentiful and it's caloric. Okay. De la comida americana. Oh, yeah, I have fear. I'm yeah. not calling you fat because obviously you're not. He's constantly in a I, diet. I, like, I can't gain weight. I say, yeah, my mom, my, my, look at this. My mom said, You're skinny. Eat it. Eat uh, it. Uh, it. Because, you know, when you're coming from Cuba, everyone is, many of the people are skinny. Mm. Say, Mom, I can do it. In three days here, you can put in a lot of uh, weight, you know, mm. that's what English. A lot yeah. of calories there. Yeah. Oh, I can do it, Bambi, because I can breathe, I can walk. Uh, I I respect the people, fat people. I respect that or care, whatever you want, who's <laughs> sure, sure. house or you are. Yeah. But for me, I don't want it. I want to leave, I want to walk, I want to breathe, I want to uh, sure. play sport, you know, I want that. But here, I can do it because food, for me, it's a chalk too. It's a, right. So you you are in Arizona, and um, your favorite team is the Red Sox. Uh, what's uh, that about? Tell me from you. Thank you. But I also noticed that you had a St. Louis Cardinals hat on one of your videos as well. So I thought, hmm, maybe you're expanding. <laughs> he just wears anything. Sure. <laughs> okay, okay. I just thought oh, maybe. Yeah. You know. um, a couple more things. What is your favorite kind of food in America now? You know, the sushi. I love it. The <laughs> Yes, <laughs> <laughs> one, one of your videos, yeah, and I urge urge everybody to go watch these videos because <laughs> there's just a breath of fresh air. And uh, you you talked about getting fish in in Cuba and how it was always on the black market. Yeah, but people could get it mm. if some guy out went out and jacked it. You know, went out fishing or something. Isn't yeah. this amazing? I mean, we might have too much stuff in the United States of oh, America, yeah. but I mean, so many selections, so many choices, but that's by design. That is a feature, not a bug. And it's you a, can choose. It's a beautiful thing. Like when I see Americans saying we have too many, they complain about complain. too many options. I'm like, are you out of You're your mind. minds? Like that is the beautiful thing. I think, you know, I'm a huge proponent of capitalism, free markets. And I'm like, humanity is better because of free markets and and I mean, the the fact that I can go into a supermarket and I can get any a fish from, I don't know, the the dead the uh, yeah, Chile, Chile, right? Like, and it's you know, was caught a week ago. I mean, that's mind blowing. That's mind I mean, Amazon, you can buy anything. 
how many items do they have on Amazon? You can buy anything on Amazon. It arrives to your door in a day. I mean, you, I mean, come on. Can you imagine our lives bef before, you know, in, in caves and huts and stuff? I mean, it's amazing what the free market has been able to do to people and um, enrich our lives. And I'm like, are you, in Cuba, there, there's no fish anywhere. No. And the, you have to buy it in the black market. Victoria, this is funny. Yesterday in the Cuban news, oh, that's yeah. you found. You're talking about the fish. For example, we're talking about the fish. The Cuban government say in TV, the the Cuban population they can eat a fish because Cuba around Cuba They're, the ocean don't have a fish. Don't have enough fish to feed. <laughs> wow! Yeah. For me, say that's more crazy in my life. I hear that. I, I never see that. But that's oh my gosh! Communist work. You got some Latin. of the. You've got some of the best sport fishing and probably other kinds of smaller fish all throughout Cuba, all around in the whole wide world. I yes. mean, there's the best yes. fish out there. There's fishing tourism in uh, Cuba oh, that oh. Like, Cuban people don't know about. Yeah. And it's, wow. it's absolutely, it's like, it's like living in 1984. You, you know what they put it? That competition Hemingway. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's right. That's right. Oh, they that's call it the Hemingway with the name. Yeah, uh -huh. mm -hmm. it's like I said, it's like living in George Orwell, 1984, right. like uh, uh, erasing history and then shoving down your throat a lie. It, it's crazy. It's crazy, Cuba. The those cute cars from the 1940s that people loved. I mean, I love looking at them, too. I like the candy, uh, you know, the candy apple reds and the pretty pinks and the wonderful greens of those old cars that because they don't sell new ones. So tell me about that whole like that whole thing. Um, who are those people who get to rent those or operate those? Are they part of the cadre? Are they part of the select set Approved by the government? How does that work? No. Um, so I think a misconception a lot of people have about Cuba is that everyone's poor. And that is not the truth. There is a very wealthy class in Cuba. And I think that's something that Cuba obviously doesn't want to say, nor does Miami want to say. Uh, there is a wealthy class of Cubans and entrepreneurs in Cuba, you know? And they do things in the black market. They save money. They buy a tiny car. You know, they have like these little tiny cars. Then they'll sell that car for a profit because in Cuba, cars appreciate. They do not depreciate like the United States. And they'll sell that car for a profit. Then they'll buy another car. Then they'll buy another car. Then they'll buy, you know, so it's like they'll do that until they can get one of those um, uh, cars. And to be honest with you, because the car, the the American car, the only thing original on that American car is the shell. Yeah, yeah, I've heard that. that. <laughs> right. So it, it, they're not worth a lot. I mean, there's still a lot of money in Cuba compared to most Cubans cannot afford a car. But they're not as expensive as an American would think they are. So uh, that's how they're able to get those cars. And then... Um, you know, they'll use it as a taxi. They'll use it as for tourism, if they're nice enough for tourism. And, you you know, uh, you'll have doctors being taxis. You'll have, um, you know, very intellectuals being being taxis because, you know, they, so, you, you make more money being a taxi than, than being a doctor. Yeah. And and or, you know, or you have family on the outside that gives you money and you buy a car. 
So either right. one of two ways. Okay. Speaking of doctors, uh, how is that medical system in Cuba? You've done a video about it. Who's really sad? It's so the great. Big, I heard it was better than ours. It's the biggest sad. lie of the Cuban government. The big, that's right. The big lie, big lie around the world. Because if maybe you hear the, the Cuban um, speak, is like, no, we have a free education, free healthcare, and that's a liar. Because Cuba, here... You pack the taxes, of course, but you see the number. They give it the 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 the, the business say, hey, this is your tax, for example, three percent, four percent, whatever. In Cuba, that never happened. The government said you earn twenty bucks. That's it. That, no explanation why it's twenty bucks. You know what I said? But in the end, because she told me, say, Joe, you pay taxes, but invisibility, invisible, invisible, invisible taxes. You can see. I, I put in my mind, that's right. That's because the hair scare is free. That education is free. It's no education. It's a drug thing, adoctrination, education. But the hair scare, you pay for the hair scare. Healthcare, how much? How? You need to pay the doctor, for example. Uh, if you live in my state, for example, it's, I hope nobody in my family wanted the... Um, close to die or big sick, you know, if you need to go to the capital, in this case, many of the people need to travel to the capital. When you do it that, you need to invest car, fuel, well, transportation, pay the doctor when you be there, bring food to the doctor. You have to bribe the doctor. Bribe to the doctor. You need to buy the doctor. Yeah. Because the doctor have more necessity like you. He said, hey, if you don't pay me, I have it. I have it. I am a doctor. Okay. I need another priority. Another it's, people coming with the same stuff. Or I more. need a chicken. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not <laughs> required. Obviously, it's not sure. required, but it's like wink, wink, you know, and you'll have to pay the doctor to see you. And in Cuba, you know, I, I will say that the doctors are very well educated. I think they're probably one of the best in the world. The doctors, you know, their the knowledge. Doctor, the knowledge. But the healthcare system is completely broken broken in Cuba and you know people have to bring their own sheets there's no air conditioning in the hospitals so imagine you're dying and there's you're sweating you have to bring your own soaps on uh do you get medicine there do you have to do you have to buy medicine separately or how does that work yeah oh there's no medicine anywhere (laughs) that's not (laughs) a big buy well 200 i need to buy this month 200 in medicine here in the united states to say all my family, my mind say, Joe, bring me this, bring me this, bring me this. When I see the United States people say, Do you not understand healthcare? How is it? You need to know here the healthcare is, is expensive. Yeah, but you have a good hospital. For me, it was a shock when his father go to the hospital. I go inside to the hospital. I saw him the one bed, one bathroom for him, a big TV. <laughs> the the uh, many of that technology. Yeah. Are you yeah. seriously? That's the hospital here? Yeah. He said, this is said, Joe, but not, not many people can do it. Yeah. Babe, in Cuba, we don't have nothing for yeah. everyone, for 90% of the people, 95% of the people. Favorite burger. What is your favorite burger? My favorite burger? It's a mosh burger. Mash oh, burger. really? Okay. Okay. All right. Your favorite um, hot sauce? 
Hot sauce? No, Cubans don't eat hot. No, <laughs> no, it is hot spicy, but whatever. Favorite, I, favorite I, coffee then? Oh, Bostello. Bostello. I love it. Oh, really? Okay. Is that the closest to Cuban coffee you could find? Yeah. We, it's Italian, right? It's Italian, so, but that's okay. My sister drinks that. Oh, yeah. No, it's Cuban. It's, it's Colombian, technically. Okay. Oh, okay. And then you guys tried Venezuelan food on one of your uh, your videos. And I was like, I was really surprised that you hadn't tasted it before because of the cozy relationship uh, in years past between Venezuela and, and Cuba. But Venezuela can't uh, afford to, you know, cover all Cuba's bills anymore either. No. So, <laughs> that was that was pretty surprising. Yeah. Oh, very, very interesting. Okay, so who's got the best barbecue? All of that. We went to... We went to uh, oh, uh, Texas. Texas. Oh, my God. Oh, that's ribs. <laughs> Texas barbecue. Yeah, now, yeah, yeah. You know there are different kinds of barbecue around the country. Yeah. So. No, he does not know that because we oh. only... And I, I, know, I know that, but I've never tasted anything but Texas. Bro, Texas. You got to go. That's a, that's a whole bunch of other content. There's like five know, different kinds no. of barbecue. <laughs> So and many things. So that's true. So many so, things. So you guys, um, okay, uh, wrapping up here. I just want because I've kept you longer than I told you I was gonna. No, we can take. talk another hour if you. Oh. <laughs> I, I love it too. Thank you so much for your time. I I don't want to take advantage too much, but your your personal story. You are together as a couple, but how did you find each other? Um. Well, my family lives across the street from yours. No, no, I'm part of the family. Yeah, so we met in the neighborhood. Yeah, something God put me this beauty. In when, my... when when you were there on the tourist thing or you know the marketing yeah. program. Yeah, no, 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 much more before that. But oh. yeah, our families, my my family, my family's right here, and you all's right here. Yeah. So, I mean, it was it wasn't it, it's not not too much of a story, but in the neighborhood and she sure come, she come before me and say woof. It's a lie. So, how many years ago was that? When did you you lived in Cuba? So, how many years ago was that? We um, we when did we start dating? Seven years ago. Seven years. Seven years. October seven. Well, Third. you're an you are. Uh, I look forward to you becoming an American. Thank you. I appreciate. Are, it. are you learning all the stuff that you need to learn? And oh yeah, he already knows all the questions and answers for the oh, test. Does he? Do you know the Pledge of Allegiance? Oh, I don't know. Do you know the Pledge of Allegiance? I mean, you don't have to. I don't think that's on your citizenship test, but I don't know. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. I got to teach him that one. Oh, there you go. There you go. You need to do it. (laughs) I need to do it. I don't want to let you go without asking you one overarching question, and that is, how's your life changed since being here? 100%. What is freedom? Freedom is this: talking to you, whatever I want. I don't have, I don't care with somebody watching me. I don't want this. Maybe in five minutes the police coming to talk, knock on my door. Nothing like that. That's freedom. That's simple question. That's freedom. Talking whatever you want, and go tomorrow to the job, and nobody say, "Hey, get out of here," because the government coming here and you can work here. That's the freedom. That's simple question. The freedom that you can. Eat it whatever you want. You want it, you buy whatever you want that you have possibility for, for you have possibility. That's the freedom. You can try whatever you want, always with your possibility. Dreaming that. I never, I never travel around 
outside to Cuba, only United States, now Puerto Rico, Mexico. But I never think about it in my mind do it that. That the freedom. You can go, go. You have the possibility, go. Let's say always oh, American people. Look at inside first the United States. Look at what you have. This beautiful country. For me, the United States is beautiful. Beautiful. It's over here, the desert, where I go to my wife with my father-in-law, my mother-in-law, travel around Phoenix. And where I see the the land, that big landscape in the road, I say, wow, it's amazing. It's huge. And some people don't understand how you step by step, como que tierra tu pisa. What lands you're on. What land you're on. This is you, man. This is American. This is for you. Living free, living health, health, living uh, good, positive. That's it. Try to be positive. Whatever people around the United States talking to you, believe in what is the best for you. And the bad, throw away. You don't need it. You have peace. Mm-hmm. I wish more people thought like you. Thank about you, that. They got to stop think... listening to the media. <laughs> well, right. That's right. I would say. Well, God bless you too. Keep Thank in touch. You. you too. You too. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adult in the Room podcast. To keep the programs you like to listen to, please rate this podcast with a fantastic five stars on your Apple podcast app every time you listen. And give me a great review. Plus, of course, subscribe to the podcast. It makes a difference with the big tech algorithm and the big tech oligarchs. And it makes us easier to find. Please get in touch with me on all the big tech stuff. Yeah, we're still there. Using the names Victoria Taft or the Adult in the Room podcast on MeWe, Parlor, Minds, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks to 1A Cast for imaging, editing, and production. The fantastic song is Gospel by the March 4th Band of Portland, Oregon. Music for Antifa versus Mike Strickland is Ride or Die by Raps by RC. The Adult in the Room podcast is also a production of Flamingo Road Studios. Remember, head up, heart out, and strive to be the adult in the room. Till next time, mischief managed.